Everything said in this recording is all alleged. Hi everyone, this is All Rose Lee to Bravo and Reality TV with Jessica and my name is Jessica and thank you for tuning in. Uh, if you're listening on a podcast or you're watching on YouTube, thank you so much for joining today. This is my very first episode and I am excited. It's the Christmas slash New Year's, so happy holidays. I hope everyone had a good Christmas and I hope everyone has a wonderful New Year 2024 ahead. Alright, so I'll just give a brief intro since this is my first video slash my first podcast, so I am excited, a little bit nervous, scared, and all the good things <laughs> that comes with it. So, uh, brief intro about myself. I live in Toronto, Canada, but I am from Nigeria, immigrated to Canada, and I am obsessed with reality TV. I am obsessed, I am a barbaholic, I am a reality junkie, and if you're here, if you're listening to this, so you kind of understand because you're a part of <laughs> the problem. We're all in this crazy world of reality TV that we love so, so much. So what makes my podcast different from other podcasts? Really, it's just my own take. You know, I've been watching this for years. Like, I kid you guys, I have, I, I kid you not, rather. I have been watching reality TV since, I don't know who knows Jersey Leashers, who knows Jersey Shore, The Real World, The Challenge. I have been watching reality TV since the early 2000s, since I can even remember. And it's just been ingrained in me. I have loved it so much. And then moving into the Bravo world, which is like another insane world on its own. It's like, yo, what? <laughs> Bravo is just a whole different world. So I have always loved reality TV. And unfortunately, I have not had a lot of friends that love reality TV. So I get to not talk about this so much. Or like I try to convince them to watch something, you know. So it's kind of begging someone to kind of love what you love. But coming on YouTube or podcasting and you listen and you watch other people like you're on Twitter and it's like a whole different world. So I'm here to just share my own opinion and I hope you guys are interested and invested as well. And I love to hear what thoughts and then we can all talk. So that's a little bit about me and what we're doing here and all roads lead to Bravo and reality TV because of course it does like, duh, <laughs> you already know it does. So that's where the name comes from. So anyways, Today is just going to be a really bit, uh, a little bit of summary. I want to do like a summary of everything that's been happening. Really, we know there are some shows that are on right now on Bravo, so I'm really going to stick with just Bravo for now. And then my hope is to kind of branch to other reality TV. So if I had to pick what my favorite franchise is, I think I love all of them, depending on what's airing, because every year and every season we get to see something new in these ladies, or even, you know, with the other shows like Southern Charm, Summer House, Matters Vineyard, Married to Medicine, Below Deck, they're all good. So I really can't even say what if my favorite like show on Bravo is, but I love everything. I really do. So coming in today, I think I want to do a summary of like all the shows that are currently airing. And while we're in the Christmas and New Year kind of, you know, there's a break in TV, I'm hoping that by the time we come back next week, I can give like a weekly recap. So I'm going to go show by show with everything that's airing right now and just give my thoughts. So from last year to where we are at this point and then coming into 
next week we'll go by weekly by weekly so i'm hoping you guys do love this i'm hoping you guys stay i'm hoping you guys welcome into this world of like crazy bravo reality tv like we're obsessed we love this like i love this like and i'm hoping that you guys also are welcoming in and you guys comment and like and listen and subscribe and download and do all the good stuff and just show me love like i will be most appreciated so let's start okay <laughs> First show we're going to talk about is The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Now, The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, I know that... I think one of the reasons why we love this show, this particular franchise, The Beverly Hills, is because, my goodness, these ladies are, like, rich. They show us wealth, and there are things that we're inspired. Like, they have, like, crazy money. Sutton has 300000 net every month. I don't even want to think about it because I can start crying. Like, imagine if I had $300,000 just every month anyways i have to come back to reality because i don't have that but anyways like i was saying that's why i think we we kind of love beverly hills for that like they have this rich vibes like day to day okay and this season i think i'll start with southern coming into last coming from last season i think we left Southern knowing that she wanted love and you know, she wanted to be her own person and she wanted to be able to stand up for herself. And I think when it came to the relationship that she had with Kyle Richards, I think she came to the realization that hmm, they are friends, but like conditional friends. Like she, I think she wanted to know like how Kyle, like would Kyle Richards go to bad for her? Like, so I think she's coming into this season with like this wall up like i want you to i want to test our friendship i want to know how far you go to show me that you are my friend so i think that's why we leave sudden and then her love life as well i like the fact that we got to see her on a date although i believe that i think she and sal i think that's his name i think they would have had a really good chance at a second date if the cameras were not there i think he was very nervous and so he kept saying stories about his mom but who doesn't love a guy that loves his mom so i don't know i think she sort of you know, roll him off quickly. I think she should have given him the benefit of the doubt. And I think that's one of the reasons why she doesn't even get her second date because she judges them too quickly. So come on, Sutton, like, give him another chance. Off camera this time because trusting someone on camera and like, hey, we're going on our first date on camera, I will be nervous. So I don't even blame him. Like, all right. Now going into the whole, like, um, oh my God, let's start with Vegas. So they go to Vegas and before they even go to Vegas, Sutton is happy, like, sorry, while they're in Vegas, before they go for the Magic Mike show. By the way, I saw Magic Mike at BravoCon. They had, like, a, you know, like, they actually performed twice for us, like, on, on Bravo, um, on Bravo stage at BravoCon. It was sort of like a tease to what we were going to see if we came to the show. I didn't go to the show. But it was really nice. Of course, I wouldn't want to be on stage because I'm freaking shy. I will literally, like, cry. But... I know that it was sort of obvious that Sutton wanted to be on stage. It was obvious that's what she wanted. She wore pants. You don't wear pants if you're not going to go on stage. I'm sorry, Sutton. Like, I know that she doesn't want us to think that's why. I know she thinks that it was kind of like beneath her, like, this, they were already, like, borderline, you know, like, exposing themselves, you know, and all of that with the dance steps and everything and the way they had, like, spread your legs open. And, nah. I honestly think that you wore pants because, hey, you knew that they were going to spread your legs open. Hence why you wear pants. She brought the money because she was going to make it rain. I think that she felt some type of way because she wasn't picked. And the funny thing is that I think if she had just waited, I think she would have been picked. But I think that she's someone that is sort of insecure and, you know, it was sort of embarrassing that, hey, I got ready for all this and then I wasn't picked. So I think 
she overreacted, yes. And I think if nobody had gone with her, I think she would have come back as well. And I think that she was already emotionally charged. So whatever Kyle would have said at that point wasn't going to resonate with her. And that was it. I think that was just it. So when Kyle, you know, went to her house, like, hey, let's, let's talk about it. What happened? And then Kyle going off points, thinking about like, oh, well, you've always been, you know, had this irrational, you know, crazy outburst anyways. And then she's like, name them. Name them. <laughs> name them. Look, if you haven't seen Brad Gorski's um, take on it, you're missing. You need to go see. He has like the funniest reels on Housewives. I have laughed. It's one of my favorite. I know everyone is like, oh, it's not iconic. It's not iconic. It is iconic. What makes something iconic? It is iconic when we are all referencing it. We're all talking about it. Name them is iconic. So to me anyways, it's, it's iconic. I'm sorry. It is. And I think it's up there with um, Luan's like, come on, don't be uncool. Like, you know, anyways. Um, sorry, I said something on my legs. Anyway, um, if you guys are watching on YouTube, you can see me. If you're listening on podcast, you can listen anywhere you guys hear your podcast. Thank you again. So I think coming back here now, um, that's pretty much what happened in Vegas. And I think that she would deny it and deny it and deny it. And I understand where she's coming from. If it was me as well, I would feel some type of way, honestly. But I don't know if I would have, you know, had the outburst. But I'm not going to lie. I would lie about the fact that... <laughs> I wasn't picked. I would, I wouldn't lie. I think I would just act like I didn't care. That's what I would do. I'll be like, well, if they had picked me, whatever, if they didn't pick me, whatever. I wouldn't have said, Hey, this is beneath me. I'm a member of the ballet organization or foundation or whatever. Like, so doesn't even, it, it didn't even make sense, but I understood where someone was coming from in the sense that I honestly think that she was ashamed that I think if she actually came up and said, this is what happened. I think we would all understand and rally around her so then obviously she meets up with carol after um vegas and then they have their outburst and the whole name m thing and carl gets upset and she leaves now going back to vegas when erica said i okay i do believe that erica had the whole thing with those guys like she already spoken to them the the uh, magic my guys and like this is what happened blah 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 i do think that and i think that they already had the conversation i don't think she said hey start coming down now where, where, where like what are the possibilities that was going to open and that was what's going to happen truly i don't think it was planned however i do think that erica already spoke to them about it prior to their meeting at the elevator and then when the elevator door opened and erica is like sudden this is what you did blah blah blah, blah. and of course Sutton had to apologize again even we the viewers watching it looked like it was a setup but now that i've thought about it i don't think it's it can be a setup in the sense, I don't know if you can stop an elevator. You guys let me know, and I don't know. I think, yeah, they must have had a conversation about it. I don't know, unless they already had planned, like, hey, we're coming down now. You guys also head to the exit. So when we open the elevator, we'll see you guys. Maybe. I don't know. What do you guys think? It did look, it did look like a setup. It honestly did. So I don't know why Carol didn't see where Sutton was coming from because even we as viewers, that was our first thought. We're all like, come on now, this was a setup. Like, it was so obvious. Like, we like watching it. So if you're in that room, I don't know how you don't see the possibility that it could be a setup. But anyways, um, now we move over and I think that's pretty much Sutton's storyline at this point is like, you know, trying to be her person and obviously trying to resolve her friendship with Carol. And also at the dinner when she said, um, now when they get to the dinner with Carol and she said something about, um, something what's going on in your marriage, what's going on in your marriage. Now, this is the problem that I have with Sutton. Carol already came up and said, we're having issues in our marriage. She said it. 
in episode one or episode two. We're having issues in our marriage. What suddenly is supposed to do, because I believe that at this point, we already know about Morgan. We know there's a Morgan Wade in the atmosphere. We know we've seen the videos and all of that. So I think what Sonny should have said at that point is, Kyle, who is Morgan? Like, we've never seen her before. We've never heard of her. Like, who is Morgan? Why are you guys so close? Why are you guys dressing alike? What's going on with Mauricio? You're not wearing your wedding ring. That's it. And I think if she had asked those questions, those specific questions, just the same way she asked them when she, was, she had the issues with Erica with the whole um, New York Times um, article, I think that um, Kyle would have been able to answer that, or at least would have been like, whoa, these girls are coming for me. I've kind of formulated her answer. But when you're like going around the bush, you're not hitting the mark, it's going to look like you're just, you know, attacking her for like trying to look good, like take care of her body, her health, stop drinking, you know, walk out. Because that's not what Sonnen is trying to do. She's not knocking you out for that. But she's saying, hmm, you're not drinking, you're walking out, you're rolling with this, you know, this new girl. Is Mauricio cheating? You're not wearing your ring, you bought another ring. What's going on? But she's just, she's just going around the bush. Sorry. <laughs> she's going around the bush and not hitting the mark. So I think that's where she loses it for me because Carol now has the opportunity to dance around it and not give an appropriate answer. And then of course we have Dorita and Erica like, oh my gosh, she's coming for everyone's marriage. This is housewives. This is what they do. If these questions are not asked, it's going to look fake. Hence why we have the issue that we have in Potomac with Giselle and Robin. Right? Okay, so moving on, um, you know, when they had the dinner, she talks about, she brings it up a little bit, like, what's going on? And then, thank goodness for Garcelle, because that's why I think some of the viewers are upset, because they feel like, oh my God, Garcelle has to come save Sonnen every single time, you know, because she's like, oh, what's wrong, what's going on with your marriage? And Carla's like, what are you talking about? Like, even at that point, you could, if, if you go back and watch it, you can see Carol say, What's up? In her mind, I'm sure she's like, yeah, you're going to bring it up. Bring it up now. But she's still not bringing it up. She's leaving it for Kyle to kind of bring up by herself. And it's not possible. I'm not going to bring out my own dirt. If you want to talk about it, bring it up. I'm not going to bring it up. So I don't even bring Kyle in that situation because it's like, I'm not going to bring up my own dirt. If you want to talk about it, if you, if you think that you have the mind to bring it up, then bring up everything. That's it. And then when Garcelle says... Um, the wedding band, you're not wearing your wedding band, like you're wearing something else. And then Carl is like, are you saying my husband is cheating? Because at this point, I think Carl is like, what are you guys talking about? Are you saying my husband is cheating? Are you saying my husband is leaving me? Like, what do you want? And I think at that point, they should have said, this is what we're thinking. Instead of like, I'm just asking, no. Ask the appropriate questions and then get the appropriate answers. That's where they're missing it for me. But I love the fact that at least someone is even bringing it up. Because obviously we know that Erica, Dorit, and even Crystal will not bring it up. So I'm happy that Sutton and Garcelle are bringing it up because we need something. Like, that's what's happening in real time. So it needed to be talked about. Facts. Um, I think that's where we left off with Sutton and Garcelle. Oh, I want to talk a little bit about Garcelle's family. I love the fact that her kids are, like, you know, asking those questions. And I love the fact that they had that conversation at the beach, even though he said, like, maybe you should have parented me better or, like, when I needed it, now I don't need it. Dude, you're not even 18. You did a lot of parenting, but I understand as a teenage kid, that's how they are. And then I love Zayd and his girlfriend. So cute. So, so cute. You know, these are, it, it's, it's nice to see their family life. Aside, like, see the women being mothers, aside from being, like, you know, reality TV stars, you know, housewives, basically. It's nice to see them in being, like, mothers and just doing their day-to-day -day life. So I love that about Garcelle. I love the fact that we're seeing more of her. Um, 
And oh my God, the conversation with Dorit last episode. I think I'll leave that to the end. I'm going to leave the dinner to the end and just talk about that part. Then Dorit this season, look, I love Dorit's looks. I don't know how much I love Dorit as a housewife. She's a good housewife, but like, come on. This is 2024, <laughs> 2023 rather like, you know, this is 20, oh my God, sorry. This is 2023 going into 2024. There are some conversations that you know are going to be hard, like, and you always have to be ready to have these conversations. Are they going to be tough? Yes, this is the world we're living in now. We're living in a very like sensitive, charged world where you have to learn how to speak to people and how to act around people. It has nothing to do with racism. It has nothing to do with color. It just has to do with treating another human being the way they want to be treated. That's it. If you treat everyone the way they want to be treated, honestly, I think it goes a long way. So I am um, when um Dorit came in the season, you know, she has PTSD coming from last season of the whole robbery. Now I know some people do not believe the robbery. Honestly, I did not believe the robbery at the point. I'm not gonna lie. I didn't believe the robbery at the beginning. Towards the end of the season, yes, I, I did believe the robbery because I'm like, okay, her kids as well were involved. Okay. Now when Garcelle said, hmm, but she's still wearing all her jewelry, it was really like a <gasps> moment for everybody because we're like wait what if she really lied because like we there are some allegations that you take at face value because you're going to look like a crazy person if you say that did not happen right because it's like who in their right minds will lie about something that important so when garcelle said it i'm not gonna lie i was like oh my god what if like what if it didn't even happen that would be that would be crazy so I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to say because we don't know. But I, I cannot wait to see Dorit like kind of address that at the reunion. Um, and then, but the thing that annoyed me about Dorit, and I know I've seen it on social media, and I agree with everything that I've seen. Why don't you get your PTSD? Now, this thing happened in the house, right? And so you have an issue with when you're around people. Now, we've seen that you've been around, you know, other things. You're not having any issues. But when you're with like Garcelle, you're like, huh? It lets people think that you have issues with people of color. Like, I know it, that's not what it is, but that's how it looks on TV. And I don't know how Dorit is not seeing it. And then also at the conversation at the dinner as well. And I'm so grateful that Erica spoke up because there are times that black people don't want to even speak up. Like, look, so like I grew up in Nigeria. Like I live in Canada now, but I grew up in Nigeria. Like, I, I, there's so many things that I didn't even think about until I moved here. Like, and then I'm watching TV and I understand like, oh, wow, these are like real microaggressions. Like you don't actually take note of them until you're like working or you're just having your day to day life. And then you're in like in a store trying to buy something. And then you're noticing like, oh, okay, someone is following me and they're not following other people. And then you start to put one and two together. But like, honestly, half of my life, I, I never felt anything because I live in Nigeria, like, you know, and honestly, majority of the time, everything is cool. Everything is fine. There's no problem. But there are certain times that you go out or you're with someone and you see a little bit of clips of it, like, you know, so I do understand where like, it can be overbearing for like a black person. And she's like the only black person in the cast, at least for now. I know we have Anna Marie, you know, her being like, look, I don't have time for this. Like, I'm not about to teach anybody anything. If you're going to learn, you're going to learn like the world is woke. 
get with the program. I think that's like Garcia was just like done. And I don't think Dorit meant it in the wrong, in a bad way too when she, you know, said what she said. I don't think she meant it in a bad way. And I was glad that Erica spoke up and said, well, like when you tell a black person that she's been aggressive, it's looked at a different way. It's just like, okay, why are you angry? Like, why are you raising your voice? Like, I'm not raising my voice. Like, this is how I speak. Like, <laughs> you know, that sort of thing. Because, and I don't think, even in the context of watching it, I don't think Garcia was being aggressive. I think, and I like the fact that when she was like, well, when you speculated, she's like, no, 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 no. I didn't speculate. I actually said it, but I did not say it in an aggressive manner. Look for another choice of word. And I think that's, that was true. That was all facts. And I think it sort of unnerved, um, Jared, and then she sort of fell off balance and she, typical housewife, she tried to like pawn all the situation and just toss the ball to Erica and Denise. It was just hilarious. But I think that's sort of, you know, I, unfortunately, I have seen Dorit like post online and she's like, I'm in a bubble of like love because Garcelle sort of said like Dorit is in a bubble, which is true. And it's not a bad thing to be in a bubble, right? Like I was in a bubble living in Nigeria, only like with black people, never thinking of racism, never having any issues of racism, never even thinking of racism. And then I moved to, thankfully, I'm in a country that I, I, I know there's racism, but I haven't personally experienced anything, you know personally like face to face i haven't and i'm grateful for that but that doesn't mean i don't see i don't hear like but those are things that i never had to worry about like you know when i was younger when i was living in nigeria but now that i've moved overseas i get to see it i get to worry a little bit like oh wow okay this is something that you might experience sometime in your life so moving in that bubble never having to think that you're going to experience it it's a bubble to live like it's a bubble it is a bubble because i have lived in that bubble when i you know when I live in Nigeria, it's a bubble that you never have to think about it. But when you're not in that bubble, then that's all you think about. Or at least it might not be all you think about, but at least it, it has a space in your mind. That's it. So I think Garcelle is like, look, I'm not about to be the one to kind of educate you. I'm done doing all that. Anyways, I believe that it can walk through it. I, I don't know why Dorit is doubling down on social media. I think she should have just put up a post and said, hey, I didn't mean it because I don't think anyone watching actually thought she meant it that way. I think we all know that. Dori just likes to talk. So I think when you talk, you say a lot of things that you don't mean sometimes. So I think that was what happened. But I think the fact that she doubled down now is now going to be an apology. What she should have done was just like a simple social media post. Hey, I love Garcelle. I, I never meant it that way. I'm learning every day. Thank you guys for holding me to the fire. Something like that. And that's about it. It wasn't even like an apology, really. It's more of like an acknowledgement. And I think she kind of messed up by not doing that. Um, and this season we see PK try to kind of, you know, talk about the love with, you know, take Dorit out with a pretty human thing. And I saw Julia Roberts on Watch What Happens Live. And I agree with everything she and Andy said. It wasn't giving what they thought it was going to give. It wasn't romantic. And then when he gave her the chain and he's like, what are, oh, sorry, the, the necklace. And he's like, but I'm going to return it. It's just on loan. There was the gift then such a bad gift it's like such a bad thing it wasn't, it wasn't cute i did not like it it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't romantic let's put it that way um and then the topic of the homeschooling Doris kids i am team pk i understand that you know obviously the world is crazy right now but i think that when you go to school with like people you get to learn you get to make more friends you get to be more social really you don't be like reclused like you know in your own world and i know that 
thank goodness they have like each other, like the siblings, like the kids, but they still need other people. They need to have their own friends and you know, their own lives. So I know Dorit is scared, but I think that PK is right. I am team PK in that situation. Like no homeschooling, let them go to school. And I never even knew that PK had kids outside here and um, Dorit's marriage. So that was one thing that we learned. I, I, I wish we kind of delve more into that. Let's know more about Dory because we don't know anything about like PK's former life and you know Dory's steps kids. Um, I want to go. I'm looking down because I don't want to forget anything. I want to go to um Kyle Richards now. Oh my god, Kyle this season. I understand that it's unfortunate to see everything kind of crash. I think that this is my own opinion. Not no facts, no nothing. Alerts, whatever. This is just my opinion. A marriage is hard. And yes, yeah, so I think that Mauricio has maybe stepped out of the marriage. Maybe this is a marriage, right? They've been married for so many years. I'm sure they've had like their ups and downs. It might not even be cheating. It might just be regular like marriage disputes, ups and downs. Their marriage has gone up and down, up and down. But they've always presented a united front for the TV at least. Yeah, we've always had like stories behind the scenes, but nothing too crazy. It's the marriage at the end of the day. Marriages are crazy hard. So seeing everything go the way it's going this season i don't think it's a lie like i don't think it's fake i know some people are thinking it's fake but i don't think you're going to do that for a storyline they have kids they have a child that's under 18 i don't think they're going to do that for a storyline they have so much money already they have enough fame to last a lifetime at this point i don't think they need they, i don't think it's i know people think it's a lie i know people think that you know the whole modern thing it's a lie no do i think that carol and morgan are dating <laughs> i don't i don't know i don't know do i think it looks suspicious um hell yeah it does look suspicious of course it does look suspicious but i don't think they're dating um do i think mauricio has stepped out of the marriage i think they're separated and i think when you're separated you sort of do your own thing and try to see if therapy can bring you back together so i think that's what they're trying to do i don't think kyle doing that video with morgan was a good idea i think it was such a bad idea I don't know who asked her to do it. I don't even know Morgan Way's song. And honestly, I will not be listening to her music. So I don't know if you did anything. Um, she said they were doing like a documentary. I we don't know enough of Morgan to even get a documentary. Like, does anyone listen to her music? Like, how long has she been a musician? Like, I don't know anything about this lady until Kyle brought her, you know, to I guess the media and Kyle, you know. I don't know if we have enough to even go for like to do like a documentary that we're going to be invested. I personally will not be watching because I'm not interested. I, I'm not even listening to the music. Nothing against her, but just, I don't care. So um, I don't think it's a publicity stunt. I don't think. I think there's a little truth in everything that has come out. And I pray for them and I hope that they do whatever they want to do. Get back together, break up. I think breaking up is going to be crazy because there is no prenup and we know they have a lot of money. So I don't know how they're going to do that. So I hope whatever they want to do happens and wishing them all happiness but that is carol's um carol richard's um storyline this season really stems from the i'm going to tell you guys something uh we're having issues with our marriage that's it now however you guys want to categorize that categorize it and i think just like i said earlier if sutton and garcelle are giving her facts a b c d I think that it would be easy to hold Carol to the fire and I think Carol will be able to answer because she's a seasoned housewife. She knows how to answer these questions. She's done the combative thing with Camille. She's done it with LVP. She's not new to this. She's true to this. So I think she would have been able to kind of like, you know, say something. But I think they're not coming at her the way they're meant to. They're coming at her. I like it. 
but they're not coming at her like with the facts. I need the facts. So that's when we can get a proper matchup. Now we're not getting a proper matchup because you're just coming with like tidbits. Come with the real facts. Like I want someone to come out and say, why are you with Morgan Wade? Why are you tattooing? You know, why are you dressing her like, why are you like not wearing your ring? Why are you always hanging out with her? Like, I want those sort of questions answered. Where did she even come from? I know Dorit said they met during the pandemic and all of that, like on Instagram and all of that. But like, how do you meet someone on Instagram? You like her song and then you start talking and then you become so close in two years that you're like, yeah, I'm not wearing my wedding ring because of this person and I'm not going to address it. Like, no, address it. Those are the questions that I need answered. Like, I really need those questions answered because we haven't gotten those questions answered till now. And I don't think if they don't ask her like directly, Carol Richards is not going to answer them. So uh, I'm at a loss here. All right. Now going to, um, oh, I want to mention something else before I um, skip to Erica. When Sudden said, you've lost two sisters, do you want to lose a third? I was like, um, I don't even think your relationship with Carol is like sister relationship. Like, calm down. And uh, I felt so bad for, for Carol when, you know, when, when Carol was like, um, what the hell? Why would you say that? And obviously, we all know she's bringing Kim around to kind of show up to sort of like, I still have a sister. <laughs> oh my God, that was funny. That was actually funny. But anyways, um, just going to go past that. Going into Erica. I know this is Erica's redemption season. Am I buying it? I don't care. I don't hate Erica. I did not like Erica the season of the whole like thing because I felt like she wasn't just coming out to be like, look, I have to look after myself. However, I feel sorry that ABC happened, but I understand that you don't want to implicate yourself in any way. So I understand that she wasn't going to talk about any of that, I think. And I think maybe showing sympathy for the victims would have been like kind of accepting that she did something wrong. But I don't think, I still think she should have done that. And I'm glad that it's looking like this season she's acknowledging like, okay, you know what? I messed up. I should have at least been more sympathetic to someone. Some people lost their lives. You know, some people were bonds, um, bought surgeries. Like people's lives were ruined and then they, they got money for compensation or their families got money for compensation. And your husband stole them to basically fund your lifestyle and his lifestyle. The least you can do is, oh my God, I am so sorry this happened. And me, myself, I don't know where the money is or my own money is. So like, let's all find out together. And I think the viewers would have been like, okay, we feel like we understand we're on your side. But anyways, this is Erica's redemption season. She's trying to go to Vegas and I'm not going to talk about the $1 or $5, like Erica's thing <laughs> in Vegas. Only I, I, I don't know. I don't know if people even went, I, I didn't really see any clips online. I don't know. I saw the clip of someone say she stole their music or something. I don't know why she's not performing to her song. She has good songs, or at least she has one. It's expensive to be me. Mm, 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 mm. <laughs> and that's the only dance step that I know. I am a very bad dancer. Side note. Anyways. Um, and then we get Erica this season. Obviously, I already talked about what happened at the Magic Mike and what she did to Sudden. But I love seeing her and Sutton and Garcelle talk and laugh. It was because I've always felt like Erica and Sutton can be friends because they have the same background. I think they have a lot in common. I, I don't know why. I'm glad Rena is no longer here because I think we're going to see a friendship. I think so. I, I think by next season, I think we're going to see a duel. I know it's going to be the duel that we're not expecting, but I think Sutton and Erica are going to be duels. And you heard it here first. Okay, just in case it happens. Because I said, you heard it here first. 
just in case it happens. All right. Um, so we see, um, you know, Erica tries to, she's rebuilding her life. She's giving up fighting for Lent. But then we see what happens with Denise. And I'm going to get to Denise and uh, Erica's fight. But pretty much that's Erica's storyline this season is the fact that she's trying to be a better person. She's trying not to fight this season. She's trying to take accountability. And also, I think she's also trying to forgive them for their past, the, you know, the past that they had, like Sudden, for example, or, or Crystal, you know, like bringing it up, bringing it up, bringing it up, bringing up the whole Tom Gerardi situation. Um, now, going into the dinner with um, Erica and Denise, first of all, Denise came in, and I know Denise said she wasn't on anything, but babe, you were on something. Like, even the guys working the dinner, we're talking about, like, yo, like, Denise is, like, you know, on something. You were on something. I, I, I like, Kyle's, like how Richard said, she really didn't see her take as much alcohol or even partake in the weed or whatever. However, you were, you know, you were on something. I think she probably took something that didn't mix well with whatever they had at the dinner. And I think it sort of messed up. And she already came looking you know, scattered, disheveled. So she couldn't even bring out her questions outright. And at the same time too, I'm sorry, but I think Denise's problem is more with Rena than it is with Erica. I watched that season. Rena was horrible. And I think Erica was as well, but like, I don't think Erica was as horrible as Rena. And as Erica has already apologized already about the Sami situation, they had a um, a meetup after and she apologized how many more times it's been four years already I don't think Erica had anything to give Denise so Denise coming in that way was just it was such a bad situation I think should have made it like more of like an everybody scene like when Rena and I think that should have been her issue she shouldn't have brought up her kids I think she should have said when Rena was bashing me up about the whole brandy and ice thing why weren't you guys sticking up for me knowing that I'm a married woman why weren't you guys telling her to drop it? That would have been a much better conversation to have had. And then all the ladies would have said, you know what? We're sorry. You know, and I think that would have been much better. But bringing up the kids, it just didn't work out. Especially knowing now that one of your kid, especially the one that you thought was overhearing everything, is on OnlyFans. It's just like, of course Erica was going to bring it up. Everybody would have brought it up. Even Garcelle would have brought it up. I'm sorry. Was it bad? Was it low? Yeah. But was it something that a housewife would have brought up? Yes. And that's what we want to see on TV because it's just, it's live. It's, it's a fact, you know? Anyways, um, I don't want to go at a tangent. Moving on. Um, so coming into the dinner, Denise is already like, you know, disheveled and, <laughs> and when Jorich is like, um, is that, is that on backwards? And she's like, don't do that. Don't, don't do that. It was hilarious. And I don't think Doris even meant it in the wrong way. I think Doris was really like, you know, our fashion queen. I think she really was trying to like help her out. <laughs> but anyways, um, she talks to Erica that night. Like, you know what happened? Go watch the show. And Erica still apologizes that night. But then I think no one could have understood everything. Was, Erica is like, I'm just going to give you an apology because that's what you want. But I'm not, I'm not in it. Like, leave me alone. And then we see um, at that dinner, Denise leaves, Carmel is there, mm, not really, Carmel really didn't do anything, and that was pretty much it. The dinner ends, you know, she goes home, we have the conversation already with Sudden and Carl and Garcelle, I talked about that already. So we leave that dinner, then we see Sudden, Garcelle, and 
um, Erica having lunch is beautiful. They're having fun. And then Garcelle lets it sleep that um, Sudden made out with her driver. Now, I've seen the after show and Carol Richards says that Sudden doesn't have a personal driver. So he's the show's driver. I think one of the reasons why Sudden probably didn't want to come out because, hey, the guy can sue her for like, you know, <laughs> making out with like my boss and say, hey, you came on to me and you know, that kind of thing. You never know what happens. Just, you know, it's crazy. So, um, and I like the fact that when, you know, um, Garcia brought it up, Sudden laughed about it. She acknowledged it. She talked about it. And then when they're at the dinner and Erica brought it up when they're at um, Crystal's house for the Taco Tuesday and Erica brought it up again, same way, I don't think she brought it up purposely as well. It was kind of like in the moment sort of situation. You know, everyone laughed about it. Dorit laughed about it. It was fun. And then also, I think even before, when we get to the Taco Tuesday now, let me just go back a bit. When we go to the Taco Tuesday, when... Dorit and Carol are like telling Nina or Nia, who is um, married to Billboard, the comedian, hey, bring it up. There's this girl, we went up to Magic Mike, and till now we still don't know why she left, but you know what? You bring it up. And that's what Dorit said, bring it up. And that girl, you can tell, she's watched Housewives. She watches Housewives because she was like, yeah, wouldn't you love that? But I was surprised that she still brought it up. I wish she didn't bring it up, but like, look, that is a good housewife. I don't know what, and I don't even want to talk about Anna Marie because I, I think bad decision, bad housewife. I don't want her to come back. I don't care. The way she came in, I think maybe because we didn't have like a proper intro. And when she said like her husband thinks she's eight and a half about that, babe, you don't say that on TV because then if your husband doesn't even think you're a 10, why do you think we're going to think you're a 10 as well? We're always going to think that you need validation when your husband is not even saying you're a 10. I don't freaking care if I'm like, crazy my husband has to think i'm a 10 because what the hell you know and then anna marie coming in and doing the whole thing that she did with the sudden now she already had an opinion because carl already told her things facts and then when it came at that dinner she's like so what's going on with your suspect your esophagus or whatever like you have you have a strict child then you just eat more i don't even know what it was all about but like don't you ever ever, ever, ever try to be a patient for someone that you're not even, you're not even a medical doctor. You are whatever you are. You are not hard personal doctor. Yes, you have medical, um, whatever you have, you have, you, you know, medical things, you're working in the medical field, whatever. You're not sudden personal doctor. And every doctor has a way that they treat their patients. And even if you don't agree with the medical care, you don't even know sudden one-on-one. Literally, like, you're talking about her, her own health issues out in the open when you've not even had a personal conversation with this lady one time. And at her own event, for that matter. My goodness. I was, uh, I was pissed. I was pissed. I was pissed. I was pissed. So I think, yeah, Nia actually makes a better housewife than Anna Marie. They were looking for another housewife. Like, okay, maybe you want another person of color. Whatever. Bring her on. Also... The fact that Crystal has a lot of friends when I thought she had lost her 14 friends. I think Nia is a good addition. Like, I liked Nia. She was funny. And I like the fact that she's actually, you know, related to... She's married to a celebrity, rather. So she kind of fits into the whole Beverly Hills thing. And she can, you know... You can see that she can be around the ladies and hold her own. So I think she would be a good addition because Anna Marie came in too hot. You didn't even call me, you know, it was just annoying. You know, bring in Nia next time. Like, Nia was good. So, anyways, Nia brings it up, and Dory, um, sorry, Sudden has to explain again, even though nobody agrees with her explanation, but she says it again. 
yeah, I kind of had a meltdown. I'm sorry. I kind of spoiled the night for everyone, but it was inappropriate on my own, for my own eyes or whatever. And then they move on to other things. And then they start talking about the fact that, you know, Crystal and the, oh my goodness, guys, I, I forgot to even bring that up. The whole alcoholism thing. First of all, I see how all the seeds have been planted. And it's unfortunate to see social media actually believe Kyle Richards, Dorit, and even freaking Teddy's take on it that Sudden is an alcoholic. Really annoying to see because we see uh, what should happens live when Teddy says, oh, everyone knows that Sudden always carries a, a vodka in her bag. And then we see Carol is also talking about the fact that, well, she's an alcoholic. And then we see um, Dorit also bringing up, well, we all know that Sudden is a drinker. She we just put alcohol in her coffee, girl? Stop accusing people of things that are really damaging. Like, this is the problem with housewives. You guys can have all the fun you want to have. You have to try not to go to where it's going to affect family, business, kids. I don't know why they don't know that already. Unless you're actually like, it's confirmed, it's a fact, then do that. I feel like Teddy, we all know Teddy doesn't like Sudden. We all know that, yeah, Sudden, you got fired and Sudden took your spot on the show. You don't like her, whatever, it's fine. But then going about it the way you went about it on Watch What Happens Live, it was just so annoying. And so, um, you know, when Sudden, and I felt like Sudden did not hold Dorit down more. Like she just felt like the moment Dorit gave her her answer, like, oh, I never said it, even though she did say it. Oh, I never poached Avi, even though she did poach Avi. Sudden just let it go. And I think Sudden is scared of also talking about it because it's really is damaging. So I think she just let it go. And then we see Dorit bring it up with Crystal. And then Crystal, uh, I don't know why they are fading Crystal out this season. Why? Crystal has a say. And I love Crystal. I just think that Crystal has to be more... And, you know, more, you know, bring it, put yourself out there. You have to be a little bit more messy. Maybe it's just not in her, but I think she has it in her to be a little bit more messy and also be on the right side of things when you're being messy as well. I like the fact that, um, I, I, sorry, I did not like the fact that when Doris sort of, you know, said, oh, I never said that. And Kristen is like, okay, I'm going to try to say this well. And I think it's because of the whole dark comment from seasons ago. She just doesn't want to repeat that again. So she's trying to compose herself. And I'm like, no, Crystal, you, you did hear the right thing. She did say, stick up for yourself. And whatever. It's just sad that that was kind of how it all went down with the whole Crystal thing. And I don't think she stood up for herself and all of that. And then, of course, David left because nobody was on her side. So whatever. And then we get to Denise and Erica's whole meltdown in the end. And that was such a beautiful way to end Beverly Hughes when, you know, Denise is also asking for the same apology again. And Erica's like, what do you need from me? Like, this is four years ago. I apologize already. You didn't even like, it was over. Why are we still talking about this? And I think it's because Denise is not saying, why are you guys not on my side? Like, Rena came, and this is what Rena did to my family, and you guys are not saying anything about it. And I don't know why they're not still talking about the fact that that's what happened, but whatever. I, I don't know. I think if they just do that, I think it would be much, much better, really. I think they would have received Denise better. I think Denise would have felt more comfortable as well, and I think they would have apologized. Everything would have been better, but Denise came in wrong, wrong arguments, wrong person. And Erica making up the fact that Sammy had an OnlyFans and who is more profitable. I didn't say anything wrong with, with it because Sammy is already over 18. So that's it. All right, guys, I think I'm going to end my Beverly Hills recap here. I don't want to go too long. I think I've already gone too long. So I'm going to end this, uh, my Beverly Hills here and then 
catch you on the other video where I will talk about the rest. All right. Bye, guys. Bye.